0: The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Horus Heresy. Whether you're a warrior of the Legionus Astartes, an adherent of the Mechanicum, or a brave mortal in a galaxy of madness, you'll find a home here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hey everyone, welcome to the Remembrances Retreat. I'm Jesse. We have today Dave, Jared, Ryan, and Austin. How's everybody doing today? Yeah, doing well. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. It's been an exciting week. Got the NOVA open, registration all up, ready to go. All sorts of things taking place.
1: Yeah, that was a painful forty five minutes of my life, man.
0: <laughs> it usually is. Like it's uh it's pretty crazy how that works out.
1: Yeah, I
2: I uh was staring at a loading screen for checkout for about twenty minutes. It was depressing.
0: Yeah, it felt like you were back in the nineties or early two thousands as far as streaming or just as far as the internet worked.
3: I won't give it to Nova, though. They learned, uh, you know, I, the first year that I did Nova was 2016, and that was one of the years that they had, uh, they had some serious issues. They had crashes and everything. And even though it was slow, uh, the servers held up. You know, nothing was crashing, per se. It was just super slow. So yeah. a little bit frustrating for about 20 or 30 minutes,
0: but it held up. Yeah. Well, I know I've got everything I want to do so far, so looking forward to that.
1: I think the cool thing about Nova, and I don't know if we'll be able to say the same thing next year, but the cool thing about Nova, at least this year, is the only heresy event that literally sold out within forty-five minutes was Ryan's um, Zone Mortalis event. Everything else you could have waited, probably an hour, avoided the fucking you know refreshing screen of death, and, <laughs> and still been cool.
0: But yeah, that's going to be really exciting. The Zone Mortalis seller soirée. Ryan, you want to talk up about that, talk about your event? Yeah, sure. Um, so,
3: you know, I'm running two events this year. Thursday I'm running the Opening Salva, which is what I ran last year. And then um, the Graying Legion guys uh, have added a couple extra events to Nova. So I think there's one or two more than there were last year. And they were they asked me if uh, I would run the Zone Mortalis because I had Zone Mortalis in Opening Salva last year. So uh, last the
0: the Zone Mortalis was kind of wrapped in with an escalation campaign, or was it the uh, opening that's right. salvo?
3: So it was it was, it was a smorgasbord of events. <laughs> yeah. So the opening the opening salvo, if you're not familiar with it, I'll talk about that really quick. Um, is basically last year it was uh, three different points ranges. I think we ranged from, if I remember correctly, eighteen fifty up to twenty five hundred. Yeah, that sounds uh, right. Yep, you are encouraged to bring a list of all sizes. And then there is also an optional uh, 1,000-point or 1250-point zone mortalis. So we had, I think, five or six ZM tables lined up, and then uh, something like 20 other normal tables. And the whole thing was, hey, you show up. uh, We separate you between loyalists and traders. You get a narrative uh, dump of what's happening. And then basically, uh, you you just challenge people. Yeah, grudge match yeah grudge matches uh people that played each other in Nova last year uh you know people from Richmond playing people from Maryland that kind of stuff you just called them out uh you went and played that game you agreed with your opponent what size game you wanted to play um and then you played as few or as many games as you wanted in the 10 or 12 hours that we were running opening salvo yeah
2: so that if, was you, nice if you
3: thing. yeah <laughs> If you wanted to play one game and just hang out and drink beer the whole time, you could totally do that. If you wanted to cram in six games and you and could drink beer. find an opponent for it and drink beer, you could totally do that. And then every game obviously contributed to the the uh, overall campaign.
0: I will say, and we had go ahead. Yeah, I will say, last year was my first ever war gaming convention. Nova was. Just an absolute blast. Like, I wasn't sure what to expect going in, but the 30K crowd there was so laid back, so inviting. It was a great experience, and I'm looking forward to it again this year.
3: Yeah. So this year, um, what we did was, you know, ZM was popular, uh, so they decided they wanted to have their own ZM event, which I'll run on Friday, and then we're keeping opening Salvo, but we're taking the ZM component out of opening Salvo, so now there's... Two thousand points, twenty-five hundred points, and three thousand point games. Same concept, though. Um, kind of free form. We we all show up. You are loyalist or trader. Uh, you pick your side. We pick a general for each of those, and then you just start having games. And um, for opening salvo, while we don't have set game times, we have uh, phases. So if you look at the Nova calendar, you know there's phase one through four, and basically at the beginning of each of those phases. You get a narrative update of where the campaign sits, any major events that are happening on the battlefield. Uh, the generals are typically brought in, and they are probably given you know, some wacky items to help augment their um, forces, right? And that's how, that's how opening salvo will run. Uh, but it's a little bit, bit larger points. We're allowing some things that we didn't let in last year. You have more options with Lords of War and stuff. Uh, so that should be a good time.
0: Very cool, very cool. All right. So, in addition to the opening salvo and Zone Mortalis Cellar Soiree, got a few other events: the Big Blam, the Bromance Bash, the Excruciatus Tournament, uh, Shadow Raid Centurion, and Strike Team. So, I'm just looking at the uh, at the event calendar here. So, we got the Big Blam, which is really awesome. Which, if you've never been to it, it's massive. It's like what forty, fifty foot long table by six foot. Yep, and loaded up with titans of all sorts, warlords, reavers, warhounds, knights, many elite units going around in the field primarchs. It's just a blast, and it's just mm-hmm. everyone is just gathered around this huge table drinking, carousing. It's just a crazy time. Last year I had um, actually signed up for it, but I was so wore out by the events earlier today. I just decided to kick back and just watch, and it was still just a fantastic time. Yeah, it, it
2: was a lot of fun. I uh, I had a Warhound Titan uh, and a couple of Militia Thunderbolts, and you know I wasn't doing a whole lot, because I only had three models on the table, uh, so there was a lot of hanging back, looking at pretty models, yeah. shooting the shit. It was a good time. Oh, yeah.
0: Good deal. Looking forward to that this year, too.
3: Yeah, and so, it, Big Blam, I played that last year as well. Uh, I was very intimidated because I don't play apocalypse games and apocalypse, you know, style games kind of have that they, they can be intimidating with, you know, people that are used to doing all the D stuff and doing, uh, you know, different stuff with Titans. I rolled up and played, I, I played, I think 3000 points of Mechanicum um, and I still had a really good time. And uh, you know, it, it's very friendly and opening. So even if you don't, I mean, obviously they want you to have knights and, Titans and stuff like that. But if you have a bunch of elite infantry and land raiders, you know, Terminators and all that kind of stuff, or Terminators coming in and drop pods, you can still have an effect on the battle and still have a lot of fun uh, without necessarily having those big toys.
0: Yeah. And just seeing the effort in those warlords, like, what was it? The Sinister class warlord Titan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. my God. It, it
2: was, was beautiful. beautiful.
0: If, yep. you, if you haven't seen the pictures, they're on the uh, Nova Open website, I'm pretty sure. Or the Nova Open, um, Facebook page, the 30K Nova Open Events, I think it's called, or Harris yeah. Events, 30K Nova. You, you, guys, you guys can find it. You guys can Google. You guys can search. You know where to get yeah, it. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, it's just fantastic.
1: Looking yeah, the big glam game. is just awesome. So I, I was actually the Loyalist General for last year's uh, big glam event. My qualifications were I fucking showed up, and I had been general last year. Um, uh, and yeah, man, it's such a good time. Um, it's shenanigans. So don't come expecting like a super balanced, uh, you know, force on force. It is, it's literally put your models on the table and have a great time. Roll some dice. Uh, there's definitely, uh, beverages involved. Um, so Everybody's having a good time. If you're not having a good time, you're doing it wrong.
0: That's (laughs) right.
1: And, uh, yeah, Nate's uh, Sinister-class Warlord Titan is fucking amazing, and I'm sure will be on the table again this year.
3: Yeah. I think there were four or five Warlords last year, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so also we got the, uh, the Bromance Bash, which is the team tournament. Looking forward to that. Who else here is signed up? I know me and Will will be playing together.
2: I, yeah, lost I signed up. up. Yeah, Josh and I are uh, going to try a repeat with my militia. And this time he's bringing Solar Auxilia. Ah. And uh, yeah, Mortal Mayhem <laughs> or possibly Mortal Combat. We're we're debating team names since last year we didn't pick one beforehand, and uh, I forget what I was doing, but I wasn't there. And so our team name was the Golden Boys in the Backup Band. (laughs) As the militia player, I took some uh, offense to, especially since, uh, and he's not on uh, the podcast tonight, so I can say whatever I want. I carried the load. (laughs) Let let the record show. Um, I killed more of my own men than he lost uh, Custodes. (laughs) Like any good mortal player (laughs) should.
1: As it should be.
2: Yeah, we, uh just for my own satisfaction, I was keeping track of casualties throughout the day. Uh, he lost, I think, because he was deep striking, so he wasn't coming in until turn three or four because his deep strike rolls were terrible. To claim he glory. Lost, yeah, uh, just in time to save the day. <laughs> um, but he <laughs> lost four custodes and I think two of the uh, big dreadnoughts they have. My Telling average them. losses were 83% of the models I put on the table. Mm. that sounds right for militia it was amazing good stuff. Like it was the most fun i had all weekend awesome
1: The the bromance event usually is the most fun like i i that was the only event that i played in well aside from big Blam last year because it was my first tournament and uh my first uh i guess my first convention and uh I just linked up with the dude. Uh, I showed up. I didn't have a partner, which you can totally do, right? It's all good. They'll pair you up at the the time of the event. Um, so no worries. If you don't have anyone to play with, you can still register for that event. Um, you just show up and you get, you get paired off. And, uh, I think I got paired off with a guy named Greg, um, who played a Dark Angels, um, all, uh, bike list it was fucking powerful.
0: Ooh, the Raven wing the Raven protocol. Wing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like all acid, all acid rounds. And oh
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. It was fucking chewing through things. And I was playing my, my iron warriors and it was the, the synergy of those two lists was, was pretty powerful. And people That's were a like
0: combo. It was,
1: it was amazing. And, uh, people were like, you guys don't know each other. And we were like, yeah, man, I fucking met this guy today, you know? And, uh, it was awesome. It was, it was a great time. uh, the way they do bromance is great. Uh, the, 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 different lists that you can, you know, compare and, and have in the Lords of War, you borrow one from one list or, or the other. Um, it's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of sort of strategy to that. Like there was a little bit of chicken. I think there was one game where like I had my shadow sword on the, on the board, and I sort of, like, went to put it down, but then the guy was like, he looked at me, and he was like, I'm going to put my Primark down, and so it was this little, like, <laughs> little game of chicken, right? It was like, are you really going to do that, or are you not? You know? Um. So I think that's fun. Uh, definitely looking forward to it. This year, I'm playing with Jason, so you guys are going to have to fucking watch out, man, because we're bringing the mortals as well.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, we were, we're going to play last year, but... During that time, he feeling a little ill, so he had to back out. So I was paired up with, and I feel bad, because he was an awesome guy, and I'm terrible with names. I need to start writing a journal or something. But got paired up with an Alpha Legion player. So, you know, a Dark Angels player and an Alpha Legion player. You can't imagine all the jokes that go around with that. Oh, who am I playing? Am I playing <laughs> Loyalist or Traitor? I don't know. Yeah, we got a lot of that, but it was still a fantastic time.
1: Nice.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of funny, Dave, that you were talking about having a game of chicken last Nova, because uh, for Josh and me, Josh took the exact same list the entire time, and uh, the only difference between my like special unicorn list was one had heavy bolters and one had las cannons, and we wound up playing against the Primark. And uh, this year, Josh told me he's like, "Man, I'm bringing a shadow sword, and uh, it's only going to be used." if the other guys put down a Primark or a uh, Beyblade. Like, we've learned our lesson. We've now got, like, the heavy artillery on standby in case someone wants to go there.
0: I like it.
1: Yeah, I love that part of the 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 whole kind of pre, um, pre-game, right? Like... Are you really gonna put down your your uh, your heavy hitter, or are we gonna do this as gentlemen, or are we just gonna fucking roll out the the big guns and and uh, you know try to take names? It's it's one of my most favorite events, and uh, super looking forward to it again. Uh, playing Solar Auxilia this year, um, and Jason's playing Militia, so we will definitely be bringing the mortals, and uh, we'll have some uh, we'll have some good good swag to pass out to whoever we end up playing against. So looking forward to that.
2: Nice. So we got two solar auxilas slash militia teams so far. That's pretty crazy considering last time I was the only person playing mortals at all. <coughs> uh, yeah. So that's both those teams are coming from
3: Richmond. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the f- 2016, I think the, one of the uh, leading armies was a solar aux- Army. That was Josh's army. And then last year, Austin, your army did very well. So it's interesting. Um, you know, the mortals do pretty well in heresy events. They're just, a lot of people don't play against them typically. Um, so maybe it's an experience thing, but you can definitely bring a lot of pain with militia and solar ox.
0: Yeah, not too many armies are prepared for just a sheer mass amount of bodies that militia and solar ox have to offer
2: yeah like i can fit um in my like not sort of min-maxed army at all um i can fit all six troop slots which is 70 or 80 models uh and the warlord and it's like 650 700 something like that uh which does (laughs) tend to like people get a little concerned all grenadiers Uh, uh no, it's it's a unit of grenadiers, uh 220 man just regular squads. Uh a Laz cannon heavy weapon heavy support squad, a oh, heavy God. bolter heavy support squad, uh and then a sniper team. And That's people see that and then, you know, at 2000 I'm also just to make points like here's my 2 thunderbolts, here's my couple of Russes, here's my Medusa batteries. Uh like I maxed out my troop choices guys. I'm sorry. They don't make the models I use to convert my my infantry. So <laughs> Yeah.
0: Now you also like to take with the uh with your HQ warlord that special trait that better's the AP of one weapon by one and you like to put it on your heavy bolters, right?
2: Oh yeah. So, so then you gotta- <laughs> Pretty yeah, cool. like I said, that, that's pretty much an auto take. Like you pay, I want to say it's a twenty point upgrade to your warlord, and he gets to pick his trait from the militia mm-hmm. list. Um, and yeah, so for the the doubles list, I had my las cannons and my heavy bolters. And if we, you know, if the opponents, hey, they're all mecked up and they don't have a lot of big blobs of troops, AP one las cannons that'll be fun. <laughs> oh, they've got you know two twenty man tax squads over there we'll bring the AP three heavy bolters and that'll be, that'll be a good time. So yeah. Mm. uh, And a lot of people treat Imperial militia like Imperial guard. And even though like guard are technically their baby, it's not the same thing at all. Like my, my militia are kind of good in close combat and that throws people off. Uh Um, and like, you know the the war or the uh providences I take you know they become pinned instead of falling back they're always stubborn in close combat. There's a lot of weird stuff going on uh in addition to the fun toys like thunderbolts and Medusa batteries cool stuff
0: okay, also we got the Centurion shadow raids. What's going on with that? Let's see pulling that up here. So that
3: is, that's going to be run on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. That's one of Ty's events. Uh, last year, Ty ran the um, the Necromunda-style game that was on Sunday. Okay. Yep. Um, I believe it's a 1,500-point Centurion, if I'm not mistaken. And that's going to be run at the same time as the opening salvo, but it's going to, they're going to be two completely separate events. The narratives may feed a little bit off of each other, but... Um, you know, if you're looking for smaller 1,500-point-type Centurion games, go with that. If you're looking for larger games, go with the Salvo.
0: Okay, that's right, because with the opening Salvo, is no longer starting at 1850. It's at 2000. Yeah. So this still gives you a chance to just softball, get yourself all warmed up for the rest of the convention.
3: Yeah. And one thing, so when uh, Mark Rayleigh and those guys were picking the events and picking the points levels, um And we noticed this last year, too, is that you have a lot of heresy players who, well, not a lot, but you have um, quite a few folks that come out that don't hardly game at all, um, that will spend all year uh, making a beautiful army. But it might only be a thousand points or it might only be fifteen hundred points. Mm -hmm. Um, So they wanted to make sure that there are enough events throughout the weekend that were kind of those lower points levels. That someone who had 1,500 points of like phenom- phenomenally painted stuff could play um, without having like a 3,000 point army. So you'll notice every day throughout the weekend, I, I think you can get away with 1,500 points, you know, Thursday through Sunday. Good stuff. Um, yeah. So.
0: Because even though I like big games every now and then, just having those small games just to scratch that itch really helps out yeah
3: yeah and there's not nothing like playing you know a small thousand point zm game with somebody that's like you know multiple um golden demon winner type oh, sure. guy who who <laughs> may, maybe only plays like two games a year and it's probably at conventions with his friends but for the most part he looks more at the hobby aspect of it he's just started to put some models on the table
0: yep all right. So, in addition, there's also the Excruciatus Tournament, which that's going to be the big three thousand point, no restrictions slugfest.
1: That's right. Which, which I think is is so cool, right? Like, I think I think Mark and uh, and Nate are really doing this right, man. And I, like, big prop, big props to the uh, the Grand Legion guys, man. I, I really hope we can have them on the podcast someday. Jesse, if you can, or Ryan, if you guys can, uh, you know, wrangle those guys in, to rope them into coming in the podcast sometime. That'd be be awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. would Would absolutely be a be an honor. Um, but these guys are totally doing it right. So this year, um, Nate is running the three thousand point excruciatus tournament. So tournament in quotations because it literally is no restrictions bring your dick kicker list Questorus night list whatever you want right um and i think that's awesome because as as many people that are spending the year building that beautiful thousand fifteen hundred point list right which is Mm -hmm. awesome and and i'm super psyched that they're doing that they have events to play through the whole weekend um, there are people out there, man, like me, who just want to throw down the big toys and, and, and just bring the pain and see what that looks like. Right. And it's, For it's sure. not, a, yeah, it's, and it's, it's not, it's not about, you know, being that whack player. Um, so I just want to put this out there. Like, it's not about, you know, winning at all costs. It's literally about, Hey man, if I put my warhound Titan on the table, you know, with a Valdor tank hunter and you know, and then pretty often Yeah, it happens, <laughs> man. What the fuck there's happens, right? There's no you know, money
0: on the line, there's no huge yeah. prize. Yeah. Just wanna just play out with your big ass stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. You just wanna we just wanna ball out, man. And uh I think that's awesome that these guys are building that into the to the weekend. And I think it's awesome that they put that like juxtaposition to um, Ryan's cellar soiree. So it's like, Hey man, you got to choose, you know, are you balling out? Or are you going down and you're hanging with the dudes drinking some good port, you know?
0: That's yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the,
3: the other cool thing. So um, the narratives there will be tied. So the excruciatus is supposed to be this massive, you know, land battle, right? All these dudes playing with their heavy toys uh, on the surface of the planet. And then the Cellar Soiree, which we could talk about next, is supposed to be the subterranean battle that's occurring at the same time. Um, so obviously there's going to be a different types of objectives and then they can play off of each other. Yep, good stuff.
0: So do you want to talk more about the Cellar Soiree now?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, so like I said, I was approached to do the ZM stuff with um, for this and I was happy to take it on because uh, ZM is kind of, Quickly becoming one of my favorite uh, ways to play the game. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> you know, I w- originally I wanted to keep it kind of a smaller deal. I was gonna, I had asked to limit the players to I think about twenty. Um, so that would be ten tables of ZM, which <laughs> is a lot. Very small. Uh, now, yeah, these are th- so they're thousand point games. It's gonna be three games at a thousand points. Um, so four by four tables. Uh, and then I was asked, hey, let's make it 24 players so we can get a couple extra tables in there. No problem. So we did uh, 24. It was going to be 12 tables. And then Nova you know, opened the web cart, and we sold out in 45 minutes That's for ZM. Awesome. Um, which I'm trying to think uh, back to the last couple of years. I'm pretty sure you could have walked up or like bought tickets for most of the events the week before Nova. And there were still tickets available. Like I, I don't recall an event being sold out. So, you know, that's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting that that happened. I'm baffled, um, (laughs) but excited. Looking Uh, so they they actually added twelve more slots. Um, So we went from twenty four to thirty six slots. Eighteen tables of ZM. The last time I looked, I looked at the web cart here a couple minutes ago, and there are three slots left, which means 33 people have signed up for ZM. That's Uh,
2: crazy.
3: Yeah. Uh, So the deal here is it's a seller soiree. So, uh, you know, we might make it a little fancier of an event if you can be fancy in a, you know, nerdy wargaming convention. Uh, There will probably be some, yeah, some wines some port, maybe, maybe some scotch. Uh, the old and we're just sick. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll just have fun. You know, it's, it should be a good time. It's going to be narratively driven. Uh, a lot of the objectives that you're going to be fighting for in the ZM, each individual phase of the ZM, uh, will have a direct impact on the excruciatus that's happening on the surface. Um, you know, so if you control that table, that might be a void shield generator table where you provide void shields or something to something going on, a uh, correlating table on the surface. So it should be fun. Uh, there should be a lot of narrative hooks in there um, to keep it interesting, and it's going to be a low key event. Gonna, hopefully, I'll be able to actually play in it. Um, I'm really hoping I will be able to, but uh, I don't know
0: how low key it is now yeah. that you got like thirty some people. Angry. I
3: know. I know. <laughs> And I, yeah. it went from, hey, I'm going to bring the one table to, that I have to, hey, I need to create, like, four more tables. Uh, so that's going to be something I'm doing over the next couple months is putting together about four more ZM tables.
0: Well, I know we got some down here in Richmond. so Yeah. I don't know if someone already offered it for you, but we can bring those up for sure. And yeah, I, might, I might, might be asking for some of that help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Richmond 30K, so. we'll come to your aid.
3: Much appreciated. Yeah, man. So that's, that's it.
0: That's the ZM. Cool. All right. And let's see. I think we talked about everything up to uh, the strike team on Sunday, which will's not here right now. I was hoping he would be on so we could talk about it, but from uh, just from what he said and things. So with the strike team is going to be basically like the shadow wars from seventh edition 40 K that was kind of like the pseudo Necromunda uh, rules that came out right before necromunda did the year after um but basically stripped down streamline because his reasoning which makes sense is the fact that everyone's gonna be hung over and tired on sunday after all a couple days of gaming so you have basically a specialist strike team and instead of like the crazy um special rules that you'd get in the shadow wars it's all just going to be the basic special rules that you can find in the book like you get three people they each take from a table a special rule then you have your warlord who can also have a special rule from the table as well but it's looking to be fun and his um his goal is to have just cool hobby modeled strike teams like have them I don't like have like real individual strike teams, like really let your hobby flag fly. Like if you want to just make this cool biker, but you didn't want to make a whole biker squadron, well, you can do it with this here in the strike team. If you just have this idea in your brewing in your mind, brewing of this is one specific character, go for it. So I'm looking forward to that. I've signed up for that. And hopefully most of us will still be uh, lucid enough to play. (laughs) It's going to be a good time.
3: Yeah, I also, uh, I originally did not sign up for it because I was looking at playing a different game system that day. But then after talking to Will a little bit, um, the appeal of being able to just like, you know, because the strike team you're only talking about at max, I think 12 models. If you lay out everything that you can take in the Force org, you're doing only 12 models uh, or sometimes maybe less depending on what you pick. And the appeal of being able to like hyper focus on uh those twelve models and just maximize the hobby that I can do on there and try to push my limits a little bit yep um, was really appealing to me and the fact that I have you know my it's gonna be my twenty nineteen army the my main army that I've been collecting that's gonna be for next year I'm actually probably gonna break out that army just to to basically get a head start on some of those units. Um and kind of just push that hobby and kind of set the tone for the rest of that army for yeah. the following year. So it's it, it's going to be really exciting and I've never actually played um that format or I haven't played that type of format in a long time and it should be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I think so. So for me, I have roughly six or seven thousand points of Dark Angels, all painted, and for the most part, for Nova, I've got enough to where I can make a completely new list from what I brought last year, which I plan to do. But I'm just taking my time now, adding some more details, some weathering. I had them tabletop last year, but I want to go a little bit step, just another step above. Go for that. But for the strike team, like that's basically what all from scratch. That's going to be whatever new stuff I'm building, that's going to be for Nova. Everything else is just going to be what I have currently in my collection. So hopefully it gives me plenty of time to... Build some new stuff. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good.
1: We're definitely gonna have Will on later, um, but it's probably gonna be like the most narrative event that you can play in um, at Nova. You're gonna have you know like like six to twelve um, models on the table, led by like Max a sergeant, right? So you're not gonna be able to have anybody over the rank of uh like a sergeant right so an independent character i guess you could potentially have an apothecary um but it is very much a um low model count low PowerPoint like build that's just super narrative and so think of in the fluff like um you know sergeant's going out with uh strike teams, doing individual raid actions, trying to gather intelligence or whatever. I know Will said he's going to balance out potential unbalances in the list between like, uh you know, people that really try to bring the pain, optimize that. He's going to have a way to balance that out because it's such a low model. But uh I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm really looking forward to having uh, Will on the cast talk a little bit more about that.
0: Definitely. Yeah, it's effectively going to be like a streamlined Necromunda Horus Heresy edition. Really looking forward to it.
3: Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I know that I'm probably going to bring a super OP list, considering that I'm going to be (laughs) using two rotor cannon support marines. So Mm.
0: hold on to your your hats, because the pain is common. I'm still thinking, like, I'm leaning towards getting a tech marine. Oh, that'd it, be good. Cause like I think it's like thirty-five points. the The lists are three hundred points, but have a Tech Marine as the main guy for thirty-five points. He's got Artificer armor and a power axe. It's kind of hard. Kind of hard to say no to that.
3: That's a bargain.
0: It really is. Although it's funny, I don't have it in front of me right now. But for the um, in the list on the iPad in their enhanced edition, it shows the Tech Marine is infantry and his servitors are all characters <laughs> <laughs> so you can only take one servitor but take as many tech marines as you want <laughs> that's, i'm i'm positive that's a typo i'm not
3: <laughs> i'm guessing it is yep yeah i'd i'd like to use this edition of the rules please uh got six tech marines and one servitor rules as written my friend
0: (laughs) well good so that's uh pretty much a good overview of what to expect at nova for 30k um you guys want to take a quick break come back to this here in a little bit
1: we could we could do do that sounds good
0: all right we'll be back guys Well, we're back. So we were talking about the Richmond 30 or <laughs> the Richmond 30. We we're talking about the 30 K Nova open events previously. And now we're going to move on to like some seminars and do some speculation. Uh, one of the biggest ones, of course, is the games workshop Wednesday night seminar of sneak previews. And uh, I guess we're gonna do some little speculation. on What to expect. Does anybody want to start?
1: So, I mean I looked at this and I'm I'm checking the Nova open website right now but like when I looked at this before tickets went on sale um it was $200 is it actually <laughs> still $200 No it,
0: it 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 was free
1: All right so it's gone down <laughs> to to free that's It was good.
0: significant a significant yeah. uh, dis, in- discount
1: price. So it is uh so if you go on the Nova open store and what is it under, uh, like seminars?
0: First- if you go under, under. seminars, okay. scroll on down, it's the games workshop preview event. Now this is on Wednesday night, technically before the convention, but, uh, Will and I went last year and it was really cool. Like they revealed Necromunda, they revealed Spire, And after the event, they invited us all over to the room next door where they had Painted and set up, ready to go, Necromunda and Shadespire for you guys to try out and play.
1: That's awesome, man. It
0: was so cool.
1: Yeah, so, they've like GW is really like um like they've 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 gone big for Nova in the past. And I know some people are thinking like Adeptus Titanicus time because it sort of works.
0: Yeah, so um Will and I were talking last night and he made a very valid point where it seemed like The October-November era for the past few years is when they release specialist games. Like last year, we had Necromunda and Shadespire.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it definitely is.
0: year before, we had the Horus Heresy box set, Burning the Prospero. Yep. And it's just been... It seems to be that era or that timeline where they would put out specialist games. So it's a good possibility that they've been talking about Titanicus for a while this could be the night that we see it in person.
2: Yeah, I I really hope it is. Um, As like a specialist games nerd, I've been keeping pretty close uh, track of this. And really it's all Necromunda's fault, from what I hear. Um, And all kind of the specialist games coming back, they didn't really expect the level of interest that they got, um, especially with like Blood Bowl and things like that. Um, so, Titanicus was originally going to be resin, and it got bumped back because they're doing everything in plastics, which is awesome, oh, yeah. but it should have been out, um, I think, last February. Oh, wow. Well, like, February 2017. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but they had, like, that Titanicus book for, and they republished uh, the original Titanicus and a whole bunch of other stuff, and that was supposed to coincide with the release of the game. But they decided to make it all plastic, Interesting. Uh, which is great because that, you know, if it's plastic, it'll be cheaper and it'll be you know, accessible, more accessible. Um, but God, I've got well, tiny Titans and I just want to murder people with them. And I that's right. <laughs> As a Dark Angels player, I'm
0: used to the phrase better late than never. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: so, so my understanding, Austin, is that Titanicus is, is is definitely plastic um based on like 3 weeks ago weekender um definitely plastic definitely modular and definitely coming out before 2019
2: mm-hmm. awesome awesome
1: yeah awesome, awesome yeah which all points to potentially good for Nova
2: yeah i really hope that that's not the thing that's at that wednesday night though I really hope that they just go all in and are like, you know what, it's out. Go to like the Forge World setup and go buy yourself some. Oh yeah, we <laughs> got boxes True. of Titanicus
0: just ready to go. That would yeah. be pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. It's not gonna happen, Austin. I'm sorry. It's
2: not. It's not. <laughs> but uh, I don't. like can dream. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I, I can't remember if they had Shade Spire Necromunda out and available during the con. No,
2: I think not, they not did sale, have demo games. The yeah, the demos. Of at least Necromunda.
0: Yeah, I think they were still showing the demos throughout the con. But not for sale, sadly. But yeah. it was only like a week or two before they came out anyway. So mm-hmm. not too not too bad.
2: Yeah, that's true. If it did come out at Nova, uh, I may had to skip a 30K event to like go build my tiny Plastic <laughs> Titans. <laughs> or leave early just to pay for all of it. Right, Austin. What are you doing with
0: four packs of Titanicus? Don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why am I asking? I know why, but why? Mm, good stuff. Anybody else got any speculation what to expect? Oh, maybe they'll have um, not Angelus, Malevolence out. Maybe they'll oh, do don't, tease. don't tease, don't <laughs> tease.
3: I would love it classic. if they had Malevolence out.
0: I don't think they tacked down the exact date yet, which they rarely do, but it would probably be getting very close to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, based on the last weekender, I mean, they they said it's uh like like the, the basically the fluff has been written, right? Like the background, the backstory's been written and they're just doing the the playtesting and the rules yep. right now. Yep, just getting
0: those rules tacked down. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe so, yeah. we can expect to pick that up at Forge World, at the Forge World booth anyway. Again, this is all speculation of the Remembrances Retreat. We have no idea what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> JC, are you actually signed up for that seminar on Wednesday night right yes, now? Yes, I
0: am. I've got my it? hotel booked for Wednesday night. I will be there.
1: As you, a buy. Do you know what the name of the seminar is? I'm the to seminar
0: you. name is Games Workshop Preview Event.
1: Preview event. Is it sold out?
0: Um, I can't tell because I already have it. It doesn't really tell me what's left or anything. It just gives me the option to drop from event, which I don't plan to do to see how many are left.
3: <laughs> I'm looking right now.
0: But yeah, so the the flavor text is, join us as we take an exclusive first look at just what's in store for Warhammer 40k, Warhammer Age of Sigmar, and beyond for the next few months. You'll be among the first in the world to know what the future holds and see some major, all in capital letters, major reveals, dot, dot, dot.
1: And that that could be 40K or 30K, right?
0: Well, so last year they had a little bit of 40K. They showed us what the next few codexes were going to be. They showed Age of Sigmar where they kind of teased the malign portents, I think. I think they teased that. I can't see, remember really? to be honest. Wow, I can't remember. It's all one big blur. Sometimes, right, right, right. Yeah. And, um, they did talk a little bit about Forge World at that time, or thirty K. They didn't really hit on much of it at all, really. But who knows? That might change this year once they see how much how many people were interested in it at Nova. You know, we'll see how it goes. But at yes. that at that point, it was. The passing of Alan Bly was just like a couple of months beforehand and
1: Oh yeah, man.
0: You know, when they you could hear when they were talking about 30k and stuff, they were it was kind of very mellow. I guess they were still with the eighth edition transition and everything, there was a whole lot of discord. is what the impression I got at that time. But judging from what I heard at the Heresy Weekender a few weeks ago, it looks like they're gonna be back on track. So fingers crossed.
2: Right on.
3: So there are still I just signed up for it myself. There's still seventy plus uh slots for that.
0: Really? Yep. Nice. All right, Dave, I get on it. I think
3: they had uh three hundred or
0: plus originally, so cool. You can crash in my room if you need to,
1: Dave. I mean I've got a room.
0: Okay. Wednesday night?
1: <laughs> yeah, when I think I did. I'll have to go back and look. I'm pretty okay. sure I got it Wednesday night, <laughs> but yeah.
0: Fair. Good stuff.
1: Much appreciated.
0: Yeah, man. yeah, there's going to be Andy Smiley, Pete Foley, and Jervis Johnson. They're going to be the the panel.
1: Okay, I got it right here. 73 tickets left. Absolutely, man. What are they talking about? Yoink. Join us as we take an exclusive first look at what's in store for Warhammer 40,000, Age of Sigmar, and beyond for the next few months.
0: Yep, that sounds so weird. It sounds like exactly what I just said, Dave. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Fucking perfect. Pre-register for the seminar by signing up on the Nova open store website. The check-in desk will open no later than 6 p.m. for attendees to pick up their access pass and seminar ticket. We'll say last year going in, the checkout, or the check-in rather, is flawless. Like, they got their stuff together.
3: Uh, Yeah, Yeah, the convention as a whole is very well run.
0: I was super, super happy with how everything worked out. Cause like I said, that was my first war gaming convention. I think the biggest thing next to that, I went to the star Wars weekend, star Wars weekends.
1: Hey, what do you star think celebration. about this? That was pretty crazy. Black library event. Say that one more time, Dave. What do you think about this? Uh, there's a seminar on, uh, Fuck, when is it? Uh, Right, it's it's basically uh, writing for Black Library, and it's it's uh, author to be announced, but basically says you could uh, you know how to write for Black Library, how to pick up tips and insights, you know, into your favorite mm-hmm. characters. That could be fucking amazing, dude.
0: That could be, could be especially depending on who they bring in.
1: Oh, it's uh, it's Sunday. Ooh, they have a TV. few of them. Yeah, yeah. This so one so is nice. this one's like late. Yeah.
0: Yep, and there's also a Meet the Studio with Pete Foley and Jervis Johnson, Sunday at 4 p.m., Saturday at 7 p.m.
1: Wow, these guys are hanging out. Yep.
0: We'd also like to point out that Monday's a holiday for just about everybody.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So don't rush home. Exactly. Hang out and play games with us. Just because
0: it's Sunday, don't stress yourself out.
1: Here's here's another one, uh,
3: Thursday night that I hadn't seen before, Games Workshop, developing the community. The
2: GW community team.
3: That's Ooh. Thursday night at 7, which will be, would actually be interesting because yeah. you can tell over the last two years that they've done a complete reversal on how they handle the gaming community as a whole and how they deal with their customers. So it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to get some insight on in that.
0: So I came uh, in as a six edition baby. So I was used to the closed nature of Games Workshop. Yeah. Coming in, not really knowing how it used to be, but. Even still, just seeing the complete one eighty reversal of how g w acts it's just been super awesome like they've done a great
2: job these past few years yeah i've uh I've been playing since the start of third edition, so I kind of have seen the whole like curve of when you know the white dwarfs were full of crazy conversions where you took like cat litter and cardboard and they were making awesome (laughs) things and showing you uh, how to do it all through kind of the dead zone where they didn't talk to anybody at all and it has been fantastic to see them like reaching back out into the community again yeah good stuff
0: yeah all right I'm going to pick up some of these uh, free panels the meet the studio the black library let's
2: see where is that is black library free I don't uh see it. no, it looks like I'm looking at it right now, and uh, they all seem to be except for the preview event. They're all five dollars. Oh, yep,
1: you're right, you're right. But they're all on Sunday too, right, Austin?
2: No, no. Uh, developing so... the community is Thursday. You got to meet the studio Saturday, Sunday, um, and then Future Middle Earth seminar on Friday. Oh man, can't fucking miss right? that. Then, I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Hey, harshness, <laughs> man. Harshness.
1: What's going on?
2: You're oh, going to get man. hate mail for that. I know. Uh, oh, yeah. And then writing for Black Library is uh, Friday 2 to 4, and Sunday one thirty to 3.30. That That'll be really interesting, de- depending on who the author is.
1: Absolutely,
3: yeah. And then it looks like they've got poor Mr. Duncan Rhodes doing a dozen or so man. classes <laughs> I, so signed up,
2: the I signed up for his class on Sunday mm-hmm. uh, just because I've never actually, like, taken painting lessons at all. Um, and it's at, like, one – it's at, like, four o'clock on Sunday. I'm like, Jesus, man, you've been doing this all weekend. And they shoved you in at, like, Sunday evening. Yeah, teach another class. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that, last that, year it was really cool. That's one thing to attendee. talk about.
3: Oh yeah, well, (laughs) I've ran into him. That's the funny thing is you run because it's a small convention, right? So you run into him half a dozen times, uh, you know, and he's very friendly. Um, One thing you know we haven't really talked about uh, is the painting seminars, right? The number of Mm -hmm. seminars and the scope of things that are offered at Nova. So even if you're not if you don't want to go there and game the whole time, it's a really good opportunity to up your game. Whether it's basing, you know, speed painting armies, um, you know, lighting anything, uh, so taking a taking a look and figuring out where you want to kind of increase your abilities for painting. Um, this is a really good opportunity for it.
0: Definitely, I think I don't know if it's still there. Let me check. Um, the massive Voodoo guy, Roman Laporte. Mm-hmm. He has like a full weekend painting course. Let me see. Where is that?
3: Yeah, I mean, there are people yeah. that, that go to these conventions and so, really use it as a social event and, and paint. They don't sure. go there to game. They go there to, to oh, get yeah. better at their craft. So. Something
0: for everybody. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, yeah, Jars Beginner Painting Workshop. By Roman Laporte. It's $180, but it goes from Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, actually. And it looks like, let's see, like six hours on Sunday and two. Wow. Looks like 13 hours on Monday from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. And then Tuesday, it's from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. <laughs> so you're going to have to take some vacation days for that after.
3: Is wow. that post, post-con? So the yeah,
0: Sunday it's of the a convention? Po- I'm a, hang on, let me double check. I'm assuming it's... Mm. Let's see. No, pre-con, I guess. Yeah, 826, 27,
3: 28. Oh my god, I took that a week off. I could actually do that.
0: You could. It's 180 bucks, and honestly, like I said, you've got like over 24 hours of painting lessons from this guy.
2: Mm.
3: My wife would kill me if I spent seven days in D.C. painting and gaming, but it sounds very tempting.
0: Yeah, for some reason I thought it was post-con, so I kind of wrote it off myself, too. But, yeah, I don't know. I can can shift some vacation around.
3: (laughs) And actually, yeah, you can use that opportunity to take in uh, your half-painted 30K army. And then you paint like a madman for three days. And then by the time the first event kicks off, you're good to go.
0: It's a full three days of inspiration suitable for beginners, journeymen, and professionals alike. Nice. He will take you on a journey through art history to explain to you how all aspects of light, shadow, contrast, color, harmony, and storytelling can play together in theory and practical exercise. Hmm. This class is a hands-on class, and you will return home with an almost, based, almost base and model. Promised. <laughs> Good stuff. Wow. Looks like you got have to bring a few supplies, obviously, for three freaking days, but
1: yeah. still.
0: I mean, I've seen some of this guy's work. It's very impressive. Like, ridiculously impressive. This man has a talent. There's some good stuff here. Apparently Necromunda. Oh, yeah. So apparently there's a Necromunda stuff going on as well. And most of it's narrative, and they have full-painted gangs. So you just pick up a ticket as a part-timer, jump in, and just play some Necromunda. You don't even have to bring an army.
3: Yeah, those are actually selling
2: very well.
0: Yeah, I was considering doing it, but I'm pretty much loaded up on 30K.
2: Yeah, that's what got me... uh... I I love me some Necromunda, but toss up between like at Nova Nova Heresy or Nova Necromunda Heresy apparently wins every time.
3: <laughs> yeah. I had the same same uh debates with myself and I ended up just signing up for a bunch of heresy events, which I'm not mad at.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: once Necromunda really starts taking off with all of the stuff that Forge World has to offer for it coming out, might be have some might be a harder decision in the future.
1: I don't know, man. I mean, I I feel like Necromunda is the the type of system where you you just really want to play with friends over a long period of time.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. The
1: campaign system kind of lends itself to, like, you know, the slow build and then the rolling aftermath and everything.
0: Yeah. I mean, Um, you could play with some random strangers at an event for a few days or play with your buddies over the course of a year every Saturday night at someone's house. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, you, yeah, you're fucking doing it, right? It's like
0: now. D&D, pretty much. It's like Wargaming D&D with Necromunda, almost. No, it's not. I'm going to get hate mail for that one, too.
1: Yeah. No, but I'm super looking forward to Necromunda, man. I mean, I've played a few games. I don't know if anyone else... i played a few games in the new system just using the 2D tiles, and, uh, man, it's so fucking... And I cannot wait for um, all the expansions that specialist games and forge world's gonna bring to the table. Like I mean my uh like my wildest dreams man, uh we've got a Forge World type like black book being released for Necromunda. I mean just right <laughs> like my mind explodes. Um yeah I think it's 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 the possibilities are all there because the, the right people are in the right place at Forge World. So like Andy Hoare has written for Black Library for years and years and years. You know, he's he's the he was one of the lead writers for Forge World design. Now he's in charge of product development for for uh, specialist games. We know there's that connection between specialist games and forge world now. Um yeah. so it's just the the future is bright man. I mean, I think the future is bright for anybody who thinks that, you know, like, I'm not sure what the, you know, the future of these types of games are, and it's so it's just fucking awesome. And The Last Weekender should have absolutely, um, you know, dispelled any lingering doubts that you had about uh, Forge Worlds or Specialist Games. It's just it's like, man, just fucking jump on the bandwagon.
0: Welcome to the renaissance. Absolutely. Good stuff. All right. Going to take another quick break. We'll be back here in a little bit. And we're back. So uh, before we wrap it up tonight, um, also at NOVA, I think Austin and maybe Stephen, you guys been talking about BFG for a while. Were you guys planning to um, show off a little bit of some BFG action? Uh, yeah, so
2: for, god, uh, probably like six or seven years now, I've been racking my brain um, for BFG. For those of you that don't know, Battlefleet Gothic uh, was a game that GW made, one of the specialist games that was all about ship combat uh, in 40k. Uh, so, you know, if you like playing big games of 40k or 30k, and killing your opponents 100 at a time... Uh, This is for when you want to kill them by the, like, quarter million, uh, which is, like, for me, awesome. Uh, But, of course, it got shut down before heresy really took off. Uh, So I was racking my brains and pulled together a rule set uh, for playing Battlefleet Gothic in the heresy era. Uh, And, of course, once I got that together, I moved from L.A. to Richmond so my group of like 18 guys that were playing Battlefleet Gothic with me in LA suddenly became me alone in the wilderness of Richmond Uh, but I've got some guys now and we've been playing it and we've been having a lot of fun with it, Uh, it is awesome Uh, and yeah I will be bringing uh, my Space Wolves at least, uh, and at least one other fleet with me Uh, maybe do some pickup games in the evening or something I know Dave's got a fleet he'll be bringing it, roll some dice drink some drinks
1: yeah, absolutely, man. I I think what makes Battlefleet Gothic perfect for the Heresy is if you read the, I mean, if you if you at all read the the Black Library books for the Heresy, you you get that that campaign, that war that Horus is fighting, you know, back to Terra is like seventy five percent fleet based, man. Right, like they're fighting on planets and they're trying to, but. It's really all about those fleet engagements and, and the Black Library lore supports that. And so I think the rules that Austin has written and, and Stephen as well um, are really trying to get after that bridge between um, BFG proper, which is sort of set in the future, um, right? In between 30K and 40K, I think it's sort of like the 35th millennium, the, the Gothic Wars. Um, Austin, you can correct me if yeah, I Yeah, it's, like it's
2: like 12th Black Crusade.
1: Yeah, exactly. So Abaddon's 12th Black Crusade. But it's it's an incredible bridge sort of to the future and then back into the past. So I think the rules that Austin has really authored and, and, and written to bring Battlefleet Gothic into the heresy era are are really awesome. And we want to test those out a little bit, I think, in open gameplay um, at Nova. So if you guys are, are interested in that, um hit us up on uh on sort of you know the facebook chat or um or you know whatever the the email we have and uh yeah, we'd love to play a game with you guys um because we're really passionate about getting it right for for the heresy um I know Steven's got some rules written on the um the blog page for the different legions and uh yeah i mean it's just it's it's all about fucking Void Warfare, man.
2: Yeah, before people go crazy with like, ah, I don't want to play this guy's home-brewed nonsense, um, the game is the same. The only real differences is, um, by doing far too much research for anything that's not an actual college paper, um, we kind of dove in and saw, all right, these are the Imperial Chaos Space Marine ships that were around in the heresy kind of combine that into one big fleet list. Uh, And then each legion gets a special bonus of some sort. Uh, White Scars, for instance. Uh, One of the campaign upgrades you can give a ship just in regular BFG uh, is make its engines better so it goes faster. Uh, The Horus Heresy books talk about how all the White Scar ships get refitted to be as fast as possible. So White Scar ship. You know if you were like one of the slower, heavier hitters, you get that upgrade, you gotta pay the points for it, but you get it um other legions get things that sort of mimic their uh their way of war. iron warriors have nova cannons where most other fleets don't stuff like that uh, gives it just enough little flavor to to heresy it up, cool. yeah,
1: absolutely man so like like you're not like we're we are not making rules up. we're basically taking rules that exist right now um from the twenty ten compendium um so like I know sons of Horus, their legion upgrade is you get to put terminators on the flagship for free, and then you also get to put terminators on an additional capital ship for like fifteen points. So to represent the just staring, um, and the power of the just, just staring, uh, in the sons of Horus. So again, we'd love to have you guys come out and play with us at Nova, um, during open play. If you guys want to come out, if you fleet, if you're just fucking passionate about BFG, BFH, uh, hit us up on the Facebook page, uh, or email us and we'll, uh, we'll make sure there's room for you guys, uh, at the table and, uh, we'll, uh, have a great fucking time. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'll be
3: I'll be taking you guys up on that. I know uh something that I've talked to some of the Maryland thirty K guys about is hey, do we want to start getting into battle uh Battlefleet heresy? And I think I think there's a little bit of interest, but being able to get some demo games in is one of those things that's just gonna feed that uh desire to open up campaign possibilities and all that kind of stuff. So looking
2: forward to that. Very cool. Yeah, hopefully it'll be pretty great. And if you know anybody's listening and is now wondering, hey, maybe I'll get into this. Um, either regular BFG or Battlefleet Heresy. The models actually aren't crazily expensive. Uh, I mean, some of them are online, um, but you can do like all the fleet you'll ever need for like a hundred, hundred fifty bucks. So, like, it's a pretty reasonable uh, side game to help fuel that, uh, heresy addiction.
0: Yeah, totally. And don't forget, always keep your eyes peeled on eBay. You never know what you're going to find.
2: Yeah. Uh, my, our, our buddy Rob just picked up actually an eBay deal, which made me a little sad. Cause got a whole bunch of like space marine strike cruisers and escorts for like 10% of what you normally find them for. That's depressing. Right. <laughs>
0: Man, man, all right, well, with that being said, anybody wanna wrap up with some closing thoughts, some plugs?
3: Uh, I've got a quick plug. Go for it, yeah, so uh Maryland thirty k it's kind of full up now, but on uh in Glen Burnie, Maryland, we're running our springtime event, um so that's gonna be a doubles event uh it will be 1500 points per player 3000 points per team three games uh we're currently sitting at about 15 teams uh so there's room for two or three more teams if anybody is interested in making it out there i know some of the richmond guys are coming up um you can find event details uh, on facebook if you go to maryland 30k and join that group uh there's plenty of details in there yeah, so looking forward to that. That's going to be our second event that we're running as a group.
0: Where are you playing that at? It's uh, the
3: friendly local game store that uh, probably has the most table space uh, in our local area. It's Games and Stuff in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Okay, um, cool. That's where we ran the last one as well.
0: Gotcha. Good stuff. Austin, want to plug
2: anything? Uh, No, I... Uh I don't actually know anything offhand that's going on. I've uh, been a little distracted recently with personal stuff, house hunting and all that. Gotcha, gotcha. Like a favorite sports
0: team, maybe, or a pair
2: of shoes, uh,
0: some Nikes.
2: The Red Nintendo, give us money. My Kirk Cousins walk, and I, I may have no God now. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Dave?
1: Yeah, man, um... I just want to continue to plug, like, fucking send us your comments, send us your stories. Like, if you guys um, think we're doing it right, if you think we, uh, you know, there's something we need to do better, um, just just hit us up. Send us a fucking email or voice message or whatever. Um, we don't actually have a phone line to send us a voice message, so I don't, I don't know how you do that. But fucking record a voice message and send it to us in an email. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. email, Facebook Messenger. I'm sure yeah. you can find one of us on here. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Right? We don't have a trivia question for you guys this week because Steven's not on and uh nobody else knows what the fuck's going on. So <laughs> uh it's all good. Uh but you know, hey man, if you guys are listening to us and you think we're doing a good job, just just uh give us a shout out and uh we'd love to have you on if you have questions you want us to answer. Um we'd love to do that. We'd love to do a segment in the future on uh you know, Q and A or or living FAQ. I think we had a we had like a fucking conversation this week about living FAQ, didn't we, Jesse?
0: Yeah, we kind of touched on some of it. Just yeah, general idea mentioned.
1: Yeah, like 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 is there like a repository right now out there in the community for like Age of Darkness? So like the new um, Horus Heresy you know, rule set, the age of darkness, so we're not in seventh edition anymore. Like is there is there like a repository so we don't have all like the fucking chaff of uh of you know before it was you know are we gonna go seventh, are we gonna go eighth? Like I think we just want a clean start. We want a clean start on FAQs. We want a clean start on uh, on where we are with the heresy. So if you guys want to help fucking build it, um we'll put it on our our blog, our web space, and uh, you guys can can help us feed uh, feed the Forge World design team because, yep. I mean, God knows, man, there's only, like, three of them working on shit, so... Yep.
0: And like you mentioned um, before, like, that interview with um, Pendragon?
1: Yeah, Pen- Pendragon. On the, yeah. Yeah,
0: on the Age of Darkness podcast, like, the Forge World guys are looking for feedback. There's just three of them writing these books, and if you don't say... What you like, what you don't like, what you'd like to see, what you don't want to see anymore. they Nothing's going to change. They are open to the community. So we as community, in most plight of ways, because this is their day job, guys. Like, We try not to make their job any more miserable than anyone else's job. Tell them, hey, thanks for doing what you're doing. I love this. I'd like to see this change, maybe be courteous. Let's not be trolls and see what forge world can get us.
1: Yeah. Be a force for fucking good in the universe, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So hit us up guys. If you, if you guys want to uh, help feed that. And then also, um, at Richmond 30 K, we, we run an event a month. Um, so every event that we run, uh, or every month we run an event. I think in April, it's going to be a, uh, a a Zone Mortalis slash uh, BFG event. So, yep. yeah.
0: It's like a metal a mega battle with ZM and BFG all wedged in. It's going to be ridiculous fun.
1: Yeah, we don't actually know how it's going to fucking work, because the crazy guy that's putting it together hasn't told us. But, like, if you guys want to come down... And be a part of that. Um, just let us know, man. We'll get a, we'll get an event posted up on uh, Facebook in the, in the next couple of weeks. So you guys can sign up for it. Put it on your calendar. But uh, yeah, Richmond 30K events are not just for people that live in Richmond. They're for fucking everybody in the Horace Heresy community. So uh, we'd love to fucking see it. Come on down.
0: Yep. Good stuff. And for myself, I like to plug local places. If you're ever in Newport News, Virginia, off of Warwick Boulevard, Viking Burger. It's a super small little place. I think they it's a restaurant built out of an old Whataburger. Probably some of the best burgers you've ever had in your life. Um, The table seating in there might hold six people. So order ahead. It's one of those places you normally just pick your stuff up. But you will not be disappointed. Like it is some of the best burgers in the world, and if Steven was here, he'd agree with me, because I dragged his his house I dragged his ass down there a few weeks ago, and uh he agreed. Maybe under duress, I don't know. But yeah. Viking burger. Check it out, guys. That's my plug. (laughs) And with that, I'm Jesse. There's Dave, Austin, and Ryan. Everyone have a good night. See you next week.